Hello, welcome to another episode of Engaging in Teaching and Learning, where we're excited to share stories from Las Cruces Public Schools. Through interviews with students, teachers, and administrators, we're excited to celebrate what's happening in our district and learn more about how we can support all learners in our community. This podcast is produced by Las Cruces Public Schools Virtual Learning Lounge. We're a network of online resources focused on teaching and learning. Please follow VL2LCPS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we're excited to get any feedback from you on the podcast and ideas for future episodes. You're welcome to email us at VL2 at LCPS.net. Today, I'm joined by three individuals who work in our community with the grads program. Kisa Dixon, she moved to Las Cruces when she graduated from high school to attend NMSU, and she's been here ever since. She began teaching in 2001 in Las Cruces as a middle school math and science teacher, and then moved to the high school where she taught math and family and consumer science classes. She took over the grads program her second year of high school teaching, and she's been doing that for 10 years. In addition to teaching grads, she teaches for the Las Cruces Public Schools Virtual Learning Academy and stays busy with her two children, ages 24 and 16, one of them a Las Cruces High kiddo, two grandchildren, and in her spare time, she enjoys CrossFit with Katrina, another one of our studio guests today. I'd also like to welcome Samantha Redford. Samantha's the family and consumer science teacher at Onyate High School. She started in the field of education as an EA for five years at Mesilla Valley Training Center, then went back to NMSU for her second bachelor's degree. She also teaches child development and pre-teaching. She's been a member of the grads community at Onyate for eight years. And finally today, we welcome Katrina Castillo. Katrina has been a lifelong resident of Las Cruces and has always been committed to the early childhood education field. She has a passion for direct service while contributing to the field as a Master II state-approved trainer. Katrina attended New Mexico State University where she earned a Bachelor of Science degree in early childhood education. And she's worked with the New Mexico grads program since 2006 as a director of a Focus Five Star Center and as a child care mentor and trainer. Katrina's also been an infant mental health endorsed uh, practitioner since 2014 and has been part of the New Mexico Association for Infant Mental Health since 2016. Katrina is also a mom of seven and has welcomed many more children into her family as a treatment foster care parent. And as we heard before with Kisa, she enjoys CrossFit. So Katrina, Samantha, Kisa, I'm so glad that you were able to come in today. Thank you so much. I know after a long day of school, it's like one more thing on your list to do, but thank you. Um, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners who don't know a whole lot about uh, like what the grads program is. So Kisa, as just a way to sort of start our conversation today, could you give us a, like a, a big overview of what grads is and who that serves? So first, Josh, thank you for having us yeah. here today. We're always so excited to have the chance to um, let people know what the grads program is. Um, it's been a little bit under the radar for a certain amount of number of years, and now it's kind of getting a little bit more exposure so people understand what it is. Great. The grads program stands for graduation, reality, and dual role skills. And so we service expectant and parenting teens, both moms and dads. Okay. Um, and we have a classroom setting, and then we have childcare settings. And so there are 36 sites in the state. Um, how many child care centers, Katrina? 16. 16 child care centers in the state. Um, I'll let Katrina talk more about our fabulous child care center in a little bit. Um, but basically, um, students get to take grads as a class. It's, they get elective credit for it. So they do get elective credit. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, they can take it up to four years, depending on where they're at when they come to us. Um, and we do have a set curriculum by um, the state. And so we cover 10 competencies, um, everything from self-formation. Um, we talk wow. to them about um, positive parenting skills, healthy relationships. Um, we've got a career readiness component, um, employability skills. Um, um, just parenting skills, child development. Yeah, a wide range, healthy pregnancy, prenatal, postnatal. Oh. Wow. And and I'm just kind of amazed by all that. I had no idea that yeah. your curriculum was so um, comprehensive. And and so, Samantha, that, that maybe leads to this next question. What does what does class look like for you then, like on a day-to-day -day, what happened in class today? What is that <laughs> when you when you have all of these ideas and 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 students with so many different needs at, at so many different places, um, what does that look like for you in class? Um, so yeah, it's a little bit different. It's not a normal kind of classroom. We do have a lot of guest speakers who come from the community, which is awesome. They come in on their own time. They you know do it for free. Um, so we have a lot of home visiting. Uh, we have Aprendamos, the ICANN program from NMSU um, Extension. That's what we did today, actually. We, she, okay. For the students who missed her coming in, they watched the video Great. so they could catch up because they do get a certificate at the end of that. Yes. So that's what we did today. And then those who were there got to just do makeup work and things. So, yeah, every day is different, and every student comes. Mm -hmm. You know, you might have someone who's just found out they're pregnant to someone who's almost got a two-year-old or, mm -hmm. you know, older. Mm -hmm. And so it's, uh, it's challenging to yeah. meet all the needs and, and meet them where they're at, but that's what we do. And that's the neat thing about the program. It looks different at every single site. So we have three programs here. We've got one at Las Cruces High School, Niate High School, and one at Rio Grande Prep. Great. Um, but even within the three programs, we do um, we collaborate quite a bit, actually. Let me step back. Um, we hold um, advisory committee meetings together and things like that. So we're not, you know, going to all our community members and going, you know, can you come to my class? Can you come to my <laughs> So we just kind of send it out at one time, and then we say, hey, Samantha also teaches grads and our other teacher and that kind of thing and we collaborate but throughout the state the programs they all look very different mm -hmm. so at Las Cruces High School um, I service the day school kids but we also have our night school program and we service our night school kids there and so the um, community partners are kind enough to also come in in the evenings Great. and work with our, our students there as well so it sounds like every school has the ability to to set up the grads program in a way that's going to work for them yes absolutely yeah. Yeah, that's nice. And so, Katrina, your role in this whole thing is you you are the child care. So tell us about your sort of puzzle piece in this entire grads, um, the grads work. So we have an on-campus child care center at Las Cruces High School. Okay. We're the only on-campus child care center in Las Cruces. Okay. Um, and as we mentioned before, there's 16 um, sites across the state. So um, not every grads program has a child care center. Okay. Um, the child care centers are um, licensed through CYFD, so we are complete, full functioning child care centers. Um, my particular center um, is a star five. And um, that's the highest rating you can get for the CFD license. Yeah, totally. and we're the first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did we achieve that through the focus that hit with um, some early learning guidelines and some criteria that um, child care centers need to meet, um, we were the very first one in the state to do it. And and that is across the board. That's, that's not neat. just child grads. That is every single licensed child care center in the state. We were the very first. Oh, wow. We yeah. have a little party for you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. And Congratulations. We, we, yeah, we've maintained that for um, about six years now. And um, Has it been six years? I think so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe five. But yeah, it's been a while. 
Um, so so it's, it's hard to get and it's hard to keep, but um, we work really, really diligently to make sure that we're meeting those requirements. Um, so in meeting the requirements, not only do we have to make sure that we're meeting the CYFD licensing requirements, but we also have to make sure we're meeting focus requirements. And that's where our curriculum comes in, our focused observations, our portfolios, our ratios. Um, and mind you, this is for like the babies. They have their own portfolios and she does a curriculum with them. Yes. And so the parents are getting serviced as well as the babies. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also really excited because, um, like Kisa said, um, each grad's classroom kind of develops on their own and mm -hmm. has some flexibility there. The child care centers do as well. Um, and um, I'm one of the few sites, if not the only site, that um, is directed by a certified teacher. So I have a master's degree in early childhood education, um, specifically focusing on that zero to five age group. But because our center only um, services zero to three, I also have an infant mental health endorsement. You all are like, <laughs> you need to train us all. That's what a, what a neat group of people we have. That, that's just, I, I know very little about that work specifically. So I'm hearing this really for the first time as well. So that's commendable. Congratulations. That's Thank a really, you. really neat. I think it boils down to all of us are really passionate about what we do. And we want to make a lasting impact for the families and the babies that we're serving. So, so Patricia, can you tell me what does so what does your day look like on a day to day basis? Oh man! <laughs> well, let's see. So I get to wear tights to work every okay. day <laughs> and tennis shoes <laughs> because um, I'm on the floor crawling around with my babies. Um, I'm jumping over fences. I'm chasing kids on the playground. I'm throwing, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm constantly on the move. But um, we start at eight o'clock in the morning okay. and we end at four. Uh, we provide a full service meal program for our kids. Okay. So um, I shop for all the food. I plan for all the food. We make all the food. Um, we provide all the formula for our kids. That's, <laughs> we wow. also do organic baby food. So I try to make <laughs> as much as I can from scratch for them. Neat. And we, um, so today actually, we also had, I collaborate with Kisa. Um, every week, the grads class comes into the daycare and they get to see hands-on modeling. If there's um, discipline issues that parents are struggling mm -hmm. with, we can kind of model that within the daycare center because my other kids are still there. Um, and some of the girls coming in are utilizing the center, so they're actually practicing on their own babies while we're talking about parenting yeah. skills, discipline, um, establishing sleeping patterns, eating patterns. Um, so, and then we, we really focus on infant mental health because what we're really focusing on with the infant mental health is building relationships with the babies mm -hmm. so that later on in life, there's less of an impact with mental health illness with our babies, um, reduced risk for health issues and things like that. So I'm really excited that Kisa and I get to collaborate yeah. and we have that chance every week to work together and really work with the parents and the babies all together. And another th cool thing is that um, students can actually be a teacher's assistant in the child care center. Okay. So they get the elective credit and it does they don't have to be a parent. They can just be like my daughter. She goes out there um, for one of her classes. She's in the pre-teaching program and she loves to go out with Katrina and the babies. I call her Katrina the baby whisperer. She's like, just, <laughs> she's amazing with the kids. And so, you know, the kids that are interested in education and things like that, they get to go out. And I don't know, I think it's good to see that, you know, you think, oh, daycare center, they just go and they just, you know, they babysit all day. And that's not what goes on in that mm -hmm. child care center out there. I mean, it's a it's a true learning experience for, 
you know, anyone that goes out there and, and sees what's going on. Yeah, we service kids as young as two weeks of age because our parents typically get 10 days after yeah, giving birth to come back to school. So uh, most daycares have to accept kids at six weeks, but we're able to accept them at two weeks of age, and then we can keep them until they're three years old. So we've got a big mix of ages in there, yeah. um, and all the curriculum is individualized for each baby. That's that's amazing. So thank you for sharing that. I, I, I think there's lots of listeners right now that are like, I had no idea. So, so that's great. So I'm glad you're able to share this. So Samantha, we've talked a lot about um, sort of structures of those courses. Can you tell me, um, are, is there uh, like father involvement? Like what is the role of, of, of both parents in the course? And sort of what is that? Is there a, is there a training or I don't know if that's the right word. Like what is that curriculum like for a, a male? Right. And fatherhood is a big part of our curriculum. Um, some of us do have dads in the classroom, so they're more than welcome. A lot of times, though, they are already out of school. Okay. So they're older. Um, sometimes we try and invite them to school if possible so that they can come to class um, for different things that we're doing. We also um, are part of uh, Welcome Baby, and they have a fatherhood mentor who comes when they come in and do presentations. And then we also have Conscious Fathering of Southern New Mexico. And they um, do classes in the community just for dads, but they'll also come to our rooms and they'll, like, do, they'll do a class for everyone, so moms and dads. Um, but they, I know that um, they really mentor Kisa students in the night cl classes. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're yeah. amazing. They're great. And awesome. they're, you know, I learned a lot. He's coming yeah, in. Yeah, we always And I know he's done Samantha's <laughs> classroom too. He yeah. like shows them and like- Who is this we're talking you, about? Um, conscious Father conscious, program. Conscious, it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, how to put a diaper on a baby and how to hold them and when they're crying you know i learned about the i love you to kind of get them to calm down i mean there's just it's just i'm like man i raised my kids all kinds of wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the onesie yeah. thing yeah. yeah why are those the onesies made the way they are so you can pull them down instead of having to go over their head with yeah. like if they have a blowout <laughs> yeah <laughs> i never just knew what that was for. Yeah. and so it's really neat that, yeah <laughs> Now you know. Just now that. I know. I'm like, okay. Yeah, things you would never that would say. Be when I yeah. Things you would never say in another classroom. Right. Well, I do. Child yeah. development, I do all the time. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's really neat. So, so when we're looking, and maybe this is for all three of you. I'll start with you, Kisa. So, when we're looking at the really unique course you offer, and then the very unique students that are there, and I'm sure they all have very like individualized yes. stories. Yep. Um, what are some of the supports that you find yourself needing? And then as a listening audience, what are ways that we can support the grads program in the schools? And I'll kind of, I'll start with you on that. So I think um, when we get together and we collaborate, we, we always have this list. And when we have our advisory committee meetings, um, we get together and we kind of have the same conversation. What is it that would be helpful to the students? A lot of the times, um, and then kids, yes, they're all very unique. And so a lot of kids sometimes just kind of getting to school for the day yeah. is the support that they need. Mm -hmm. And, you know, encouraging them, you know what, do stuff at night, get your lunch packed at night, you know, do, do this kind of thing. Um, we've done everything from, uh, and I'll call Katrina and I say, hey, this kid's going to ride the bus and she'll do the whole car seat thing. So she'll make sure, you know, get the seat belts on the bus and that kind of thing. So uh, transportation tends to be a big issue for um, our grad students. Um, we have um, a legal partner that we work with, um, Pegasus out of Albuquerque. Um, so sometimes they do, they just have legal questions concerning like child support and custody and mm -hmm. things like that. 
Um, so we can like kind of Skype and do that kind of thing. And I think it'd be nice to have somebody local yeah. um, that they could, so you know, me, talk with. So let me just clarify that. So that's really neat. So if a student had like those types of questions, they could work with you and actually speak with like legal mm -hmm. counsel yes. in class. Like that yes. can happen through your class. Yes. Yes. That's really neat. Um, housing is another big one. Um, these kids are in a, a unique situation because they're in like an adult type situation, but they're not adults, not adults. they're kids. Yeah. And so, you know, when it comes to like housing and like, you know, health insurance, you know, and like uh, money, you know, and these kinds of things, sometimes they can find themselves Taxes. kind of, yes, <laughs> they can find themselves, you know, in a kind of a hard place because, you know, they're not old enough to go out and go apply for apartment. They're not old enough, you know, to go in and do these things. So um, it's nice to um, be able to have resources where we can say, okay, if you need this, this is where you need to go in terms of like health insurance. Um, we've always wanted like, you know, partners to come in and speak to them specifically about things like WIC, um, you know, you know, SNAP benefits and things like that, like a, like a, a partner that would you know partner with us and say maybe I can be on campus. I don't do. I'm just dreaming big. Um, you know, once a once dream, a month or dream. Dream away. <laughs> once a month to come in and like meet with students that have questions and things like that. I have a friend that works for um, the car insurance agency here, and she came in and talked to us about like car insurance and why it's important not to let people drive your parents' cars. And you know, and this, I mean, it was just so anything that I think would apply to us and questions that we have, I think we kind of think about it that way. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good thing for a parent to know. That seems like good things for everyone yeah, to know yeah, in yeah. any way. So, so Katrina, Samantha, is there anything you would like to add to that in terms of um, like supports or, or needs that, that maybe your programs have and that you want other people to know about and how we can support that? Um, I think for the, the child care center, you know, one of the things our programs across the board, across the state, no matter what you teach, is funding. Mm -hmm. And um, the child care center is no different. So we have to operate on a very small budget. Um, we get money allocated through our um, state site, but it's it's very little. Mm -hmm. So sometimes our um, parents need help with things like diapers, clothes, wipes. Um, so we are open to donations. I um, have really great community supports where people understand what I do and um, they often donate things to our program so that we can help our young families. Um, and I think that's, yeah, the biggest thing about, mm -hmm. about what they might need. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like to add, I mean, we, actually for grads, we get a grant or grant money, mm -hmm. which really helps us a Good. lot. But there are some things like consumables is what they call them, like the diapers and things like that, that we can't get. So those are the things. But I think in each school, I mean, speaking for us, I know our administration, our counselors, yes. the student-based yeah. health center, the nurse, they are all very supportive. I'm so glad to hear that. And yeah. that's great because when I first started eight years ago, no one knew what grads was. Yeah. They they even said, "Do we even have that class?" Yeah, so now it's really um, much better than it used to be. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. So and even downtown, yes, the admin yeah. down here, the superintendent, um, they're very aware of grads and very supportive. So that's yes. amazing. So thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I will say too that we um, presented a need because we um, were under construction over the past several years with Las Cruces High School. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> my playground got demolished <laughs> and we had a hard time rebuilding it. And when I presented it in our, one of our advisory meetings, mm -hmm. um, we had some school board members there that took it and ran with it. And within a few weeks, we had um, a construction manager down there saying, what is it you need? How can we help? 
and um, I invite anybody to come down and look at it. It's a stellar playground, and we're oh, really, really proud of it. I will yes. take you up on that next time. Yeah. I'm there. I'd love to go see <laughs> yeah. it. So, so last question for the three of you. Um, how about Samantha? We'll start with you in this. Um, and you've talked about so many of them, but what would you consider the most rewarding part of your work? Um, it's just um, graduation's always awesome, she took you mine. know. <laughs> when you when you see them walk across that stage, yeah. and then you get we always try and get pictures of them with their kiddos, and um, it's just amazing. But really, every day, just see, seeing them at school, you know, getting them through the day, getting them through the week, it's just uh, really good because they're struggling with a lot of issues and. Um, you know, just being able to come to school is is amazing. Absolutely. So the little the little steps, the baby steps are great every day. And Katrina, most rewarding part with those little guys all day long. <laughs> oh little guys my gosh! <laughs> Seeing them achieve their milestones. We work with a yeah. lot of kiddos that have delays, and of course, they come from very at risk families. But um, helping them achieve their milestones, and then also in uh, maintaining that relationship with our parents long after they're gone, whether they graduate yeah, or not. That's neat. You know, we're always a support system for them and to see our families go on and become uh, productive community members and outstanding parents, it, that's the most rewarding for me, knowing we've made an impact with those, those families. Yeah. And awesome. being on campus, it probably this, the parents are able to see some of those milestones, yeah. which is and we have a facebook page it's closed so people can't get on it unfortunately (laughs) but we do use our facebook page um to highlight um you know birthdays or milestones or special successes we also use it to send out reminders to our students and we keep it yeah delay delay two hours (laughs) so um we really strive to maintain those relationships after our girls leave that's very neat Kisa, most rewarding part of this work? I think a mixture of the two. Definitely the graduation, just a little statistic. Um, So parents enrolled in the grads program versus parents that are not. Uh, Nationwide, there's a 53% graduation rate. When enrolled in the grads program, it's 83%. That's awesome. Um, It it is. That's a lot of real, actual students that that impacts. Definitely. Uh, we have served over 18,000 parents in the past 30 years. We were just celebrating our 30-year anniversary. anniversary yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and so, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, over 18,000 parents is amazing. And so seeing these kids, you know, graduate, it, it is. It's like, wow, like, okay, I said, my job is to get you across this stage. That is, that's why I'm here. And when you see that, it's just amazing. And then, like Katrina says, you know, they're they're coming back. Um from my first group, um, I saw one of my former students came back, and I was like, "How old is your kid now?" And he's like, 10. And I'm like, 10? Like what?" They're gonna I mean, be in your class. They too. are, yeah. yeah. They're gonna be in but your yeah, class. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Just you know, like like uh, Katrina and Samantha said, just you know, just having an impact and yeah, just helping them to achieve. My first group of babies will be freshmen next year. Girl. <laughs> I'm like, you better sign up for my class. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wow. That's, that's really neat, too. How yeah. rewarding, though. Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be some of them at your school. You're and I want to give a shout-out to these ladies um, because, you know, when we're talking about case-by-case basis and dealing with families, um, we're all on call for our families. It's a little above and beyond. Um, you know, our parents reach out to us constantly with problems that they're having, and, and they need that extra support outside of the daytime hours. But also... Um, these ladies do awesome case management over the summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that. kind of So it. we um, try to, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll do um, like movies in the park and music at the park, and we'll just give um, students a chance, you know, roll out the blankets, the popcorn, the cookies, the, whatever it is, and, you know, just allow the parents to come to the park, let their kids run around, you know, just to kind of keep in touch with them over the summer and make sure that everybody's, 
doing all right. Yeah, and we yeah. call and text and just mm-hmm. make sure, check in on them, make sure they're doing okay. Because, you know, it's hard when, when you don't see them every day. So yeah. that's why we really do encourage the home visiting also um, with the, com- you know, community partners. And mm-hmm. so when we're not there, they can be there to help them and, and be a support. So It sounds like you all have created such a, uh, a network of support for these students. Um, it's amazing. It's thanks for sharing that information with us, really, and with your with listeners. I don't think they had any idea of the scope of your work and and how relationship based that is. And so it's it's amazing. Kisa, I just remembered I had to sure. put this in as a little um, <laughs> throw it in. Go for <laughs> it. Say, on April the eighteenth, that's a Saturday. Um, we collaborate with um, a program, um, Fathers Moving Forward. Um, so it's a community program and like Conscious Fathers, a lot of the programs we mention and we all get together and we host a dad's day. Um, and so it's usually at Preciado Park at New Mexico State University. Um, we bring out games, we bring out our tables, we hand out our flyers and everything. Um, they have free food Pizza, and the dads are just prizes. encouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. prizes and games and, and, and it's it's for any male really. Right. I mean, it's for it's a family event, but they're really trying to get any males involved in the kids' fa- lives oh, to come out and and have fun There's with their a kiddos. DJ so. and yeah. podcasts and <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll make sure we include the link to that on our podcast notes so listeners can so get that. Yeah, that'd come be out, great. bring so. your family and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That that's that's really great. So Katrina, Samantha, Kisa. I really appreciate your time today. I, I I asked you all to come here after a long day of school <laughs> with the babies, right? Um, and so I really do appreciate that. Um, and as for our listeners, we really look forward to feedback on today's show. So reach out to us with any questions or comments you have, especially for these three. I'm sure that um, their information opened up a hundred new questions as it did for me. Um, so please reach out with any questions or comments on any of our virtual learning lounges, social media platforms, Uh, Or you can reach us at vl2 at lcps.net. Thanks so much for listening, and thank you all again for coming today. We really appreciate it. And and if I understand right, you all are are big crossfitters, so I guess there's like like, tires to flip or things to go do. So go be CrossFit athletes. And and again, thank you. Thank you for the work you're doing with the students every day. That's just really neat. And I'll be over there to visit the playground soon. So thank you. Thank you.